Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Have you ever walked up on two people that were just having um, what you would call a stupid conversation? Or just you walk by and you hear what they're saying and you're like, man, that is so unbelievably dumb. Well, when we get to Matthew chapter 18, that's kind of what we're getting into today between the disciples as they're having this discussion in verse 1. And they even go up and ask Jesus about this. So it shows just how ignorant they are to it. But they have this discussion with Jesus about who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Right? Who's going to be the greatest one? It's it's a very prideful discussion, right? They probably want to use it as bragging rights, right? So Peter can look at John and say, "I'm going to be the favorite" or something like that. They're they're wanting to know how that's happening, and and Jesus is really about to humble him, and he and he brings a, a child to him. In verse two, it says he calls a child to stand among him, and he says, "Truly I tell you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven." So think about that. Not only just where you're going to sit, but if you don't have the humility of a child you're not even going to be entering into the kingdom of heaven, right? It's remember if we, if you came to camp, we talked about this aspect a ton, right? That God exalts the humble, but he will humble the ones who exalt themselves, right? That the key is a member of the kingdom of God, which we talked about a lot at the beginning of Matthew, right? What a citizen of the kingdom of God looks like. Well, here, a citizen of the kingdom of God looks like someone who is incredibly humble. And Jesus is telling these disciples, unless you humble yourself like this child, you will not enter the kingdom. And then the the conversation kind of shifts to where Jesus is beginning to talk about sin a little bit. And the first is it can be a little misleading, but he he starts to talk about um, really primarily his disciples. He's talking to them and and he warns them really uh, kind of in two ways. There's a warning against people who make others sin. And then there's a warning against sin that you walk into yourself. Right? There's a warning against people who make other people sin, and then there's a warning against you walking into sin yourself. So, so we'll go to verse 6. Says, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, and I think it's important to say that I, I don't think he's talking necessarily about physical children here. I, I think he's talking about his children, right? so the disciples might be, right? Um, these spiritual children that he has, these people who by faith place their faith and trust in him. He, he's saying, but whoever causes one of these to believe in me to fall away, catch this, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. That's intense, right? That that Jesus is saying, if you really need to watch yourself, that you are not causing other people to sin. That you're not causing other people to to go against what God's word says. And, And the punishment for someone who makes another person sin that's pretty intense there. I mean, that's pretty intense language that's happening. But then Jesus moves from there to speak on you as an individual. So here, here's kind of what's happening. You um, Oftentimes, if we're not careful, we can blame other people for the stuff that we do. I, I can blame someone else for sin that I have full responsibility for. And Jesus is, is making the disciples kind of have a sense of personal responsibility here. He's saying you can't always blame other people for your sin. But but when you sin, look at what he's saying in verse 8 through 9. If If your hand or your foot causes you to fall away, cut it off and throw it away. 
For it is better for you to enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet. And if your eye causes you to fall away, gouge it out and throw it away. For it's better you to enter into life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire. So, so what's Jesus saying? Is he starts off by saying, sometimes we need to warn you for people who are trying to get you to fall away. That's true. You have people in your life who are pulling you away and pulling you into sin, absolutely. But sometimes, and, and dare I say, I think in my life, oftentimes, I, I walk into sin deliberately. Like it is my choice and boom, I do it. And, and Jesus here, again, is using incredibly intense language where he says, if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, then basically throw it out. Cut it, cut it off and throw it out. He says, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. Now, now here's the deal. Is Jesus um, literally talking about ripping out your eye and cutting off your foot and cutting off your hand? No, I don't think the Bible ever allows for self-harm. Right? I don't think the Bible is, is talking about that at all. But but I think there is very um, real implications here for how serious you and I should take sin then I don't think you and I should try to tame our sin. I don't think you and I should try to control it and train it. Um, I've said this before on a Wednesday night, and, and I hate that I always run to this, but I think it's just such a good example. But if you really, really struggle with pornography, and that's something that you're really dealing with and struggling with, then maybe it's best that you don't have a smartphone with unlimited internet access. Right? If you're really struggling with self-image and you're, you're struggling with, with how perfect you're made in the image of God and you're struggling with comparison your life to other people and comparing your life to someone else's, then why don't you just delete Instagram? Right? If you're struggling with gossip and you know that social media, that Snapchat is the platform that you do that on, why don't you just get rid of that? Or if you know a certain friend who you continually find yourself in bad situations with, just leave that friend. Right? There's there's things we can do to deliberately help us walk more in the light, to live more like a citizen in the kingdom of God. And so is Jesus talking about literally cutting off parts of your body here to not sin? I don't think he's speaking literally, but I think there is really good insight for you and me to say, man, if my phone is making me sin, then my phone is not worth my relationship with God. That, that I can just take that thing and I can throw it away. It's not worth it. And so uh, maybe you should readjust or analyze your life. First off, are you causing other people to sin? And, and consider what Jesus said in Matthew uh, chapter 18, verse 6 and 7. Or are there things in your life that you could easily get rid of, things in your life that are hindering you in your walk with the Lord? I think that's a good thing to question yourself with today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.